Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. I went back and forth about whether or not to record this episode because I try my best to show up from a grounded place. I feel that's the best way that I can be of service to my audience. So that's why sometimes I have to go on hiatus. I disappear from social media, even though I know that it's not the most strategic thing to do for my business, but I have to do what's best for me. And this break that I took between ending my last podcast and launching this new one actually took a lot longer than I'd originally planned. And this is why. I was going through what's called a dark night of the soul recently and had to step away and do a lot of healing. From that place, I was actually able to find the clarity and direction for my business that I was lacking. And I've been able to start the very long journey of emotional healing that I'd been ignoring for a really long time. I always remember this message from, I believe it was Glennon Doyle, that says, you should try to share from your scars and not from your open wounds. Some of the last episodes that I recorded for my previous podcast were really difficult for me to record because I was going through a lot. I remember the one about self-love where I just couldn't stop crying. I cried when I was outlining it. I cried when I recorded it. I cried when I edited it. (laughs) And that's when I knew I just needed to take a break for my own mental health. Prioritizing and normalizing our mental health is one of the ultimate forms of self-care and self-love. And I will be repurposing some of those episodes for my last podcast because, listen, I don't care what anyone says, you can't be healthy without them. And if weight loss is your goal, you won't keep the weight off if you're carrying around mental weight as well. I know I mentioned this in the first episode when I shared my story of how I got here, how I became a health and weight loss coach. And so... I've battled with depression and anxiety since I can remember. Part of it is probably genetics and part of it, I guess, environmental because both of my parents had it and neither of them did anything about it. I know in the Latino culture, mental health and therapy aren't necessarily encouraged or even talked about. I was often told that I was just being difficult or dramatic or sinvergüenza when I tried to verbalize how miserable I was. But even as a child, I cried a lot. Being an only child after my sister died, I felt lonely a lot, and I never really fit in anywhere. When I was 11, I became suicidal. Um, I don't think the details matter, and I know this can be triggering, but 
I can still remember this feeling of hopelessness that nobody understood me and I didn't think anyone cared about me. I don't know why I thought the solution was to end my life, but at the time, that's what I thought. I've always felt like I'm divinely protected and that's why I'm still here today. But there were a lot of dark times and lonely times in my childhood. And now that I'm a mother and my son is my only child, he does have siblings from his dad's side, but they don't really have a relationship. So I'm hypervigilant to all these things with him making sure that he knows he can always talk to me, that he can trust me, that I'll always protect him, and that he's never alone. I also recently got him into play therapy because I was starting to notice signs of anxiety in him that I think were exacerbated with the pandemic. I've learned that a lot of children are experiencing anxiety and depression as a result of virtual learning and not being able to socialize, so I wanted to get in front of that as much as possible. Even as an adult, I've gotten used to just being alone, especially in moments where I'm going through things. My natural tendency is to just isolate myself from everyone until I figure it out. And it's definitely affected my friendships and relationships in general. And honestly, I I don't really care. Um, And that may be something I need to work on at some point, but I don't see the purpose of emotionally dumping on people who aren't qualified to help me. I'm not the type of person to talk for the sake of talking or venting. Just that's not helpful for me. I don't find that useful. I know some people find that useful, but I don't. And we're all different. That's just how I cope. I I go inside and I figure it out. And that's that's what I've been doing for, for years. Throughout the years, I've had therapists on and off. And to be completely honest, they weren't always that great. Not all therapists are created equal, and it can be really frustrating to find one that aligns with you, especially because oftentimes when we're looking for a therapist, we've reached a breaking point. I really wish it were easier, but I'm going to share with you my most recent experience in hopes that If you find yourself at a point where you feel like you need professional help, you can at least know where to start. I often hear people say, I tried therapy, but it didn't help, or I didn't connect well with a therapist, or she didn't get me. And I completely understand. I felt that before too. It feels like such a waste of time to be vulnerable and pour your heart out to someone and not get the relief that you were hoping for. Finding a good therapist is like finding a good pair of jeans or a great pair of high heels. The first few may not be the right fit, but I encourage you to keep trying to find the right fit because your mental health matters and your mental health deserves it. There's nothing shameful about getting help when you need it, and there's nothing wrong with you as a person. If anything, the fact that you can acknowledge that you need help is something that you should be proud of yourself for, regardless of what your culture or society may have you believe. Okay, so 2020 was a crazy year for everyone, and its effect on our mental health can't be ignored. Personally, while a lot of things in my life got turned upside down, 
I did also experience some really great things in my personal life. And I was feeling like a lot of things were finally falling into place for me. One being, I had met someone that I really, really liked. So a bit of backstory. I've actually been single for a really long time. I haven't been in a relationship since 2015 when my son's father died. Sure, I dated casually here and there, but nothing serious. And honestly, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I knew there were so many other things that I needed to work on and romance just wasn't a priority. I was so focused on my health transformation and my new spiritual journey and growing my business that dating always took a back seat. But one of my New Year's intentions for 2020 was to open myself back up to the possibilities. And I actually met this person shortly after I set that intention, but we didn't actually connect until the spring of 2020. And he was a really amazing man. And I caught major feelings for him. And we had such a beautiful connection, something I'd actually never felt before. And for a moment in time, I thought everything in my life is finally falling into place. And I was so happy. But there was one major misalignment between us that we were both aware of, but we both ignored for a while because the connection was just so strong and magnetic. And it wasn't anything bad. There wasn't anything toxic between us. We just want different things for our future. And I'm not 100% sure that I want what he wants. And I think we both realized that continuing to blindly go down this road wasn't fair to either of us. So we decided to part ways in December. And I didn't think it would hurt the way it did, but I was heartbroken. And maybe because I'd never had like a healthy and calm breakup before this, but it was almost like it hurt more because I couldn't be angry at him. It was the kindest, gentlest breakup ever. And it just made me so sad because I was like, am I really walking away from this incredible man that I thought I manifested, that I thought was maybe the one? And honestly, I've asked myself that question a lot. But that night triggered the hell out of me. So this happened in December and The holidays tend to be really hard for me because I really miss my mom around that time. And, well, December was a really dark month for me. My depression got triggered and all of a sudden, all of these unresolved traumas and wounds just resurfaced seemingly out of nowhere. Like overnight, I was flooded with all of these feelings of unworthiness and what's wrong with me and do I not deserve to be happy? And these really dark thoughts just overcame me. And I cried so much. I mean, I cried like someone died. I couldn't eat for days at a time. I couldn't focus on anything. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to talk to anyone. And big part of my job is talking to people all day long. I was a mess. And I didn't have anyone to talk to because as much as my friends mean well, They couldn't help me. They didn't understand why I was so upset over this guy. One of my friends' advice was to go on Tinder 
and get distracted by all the men on there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would I do that? It's asinine, right? So here I am, heartbroken, confused about why this hurts me so badly. And it almost felt like I went into this time machine of all of my past deep wounds. And I realized I can't talk to anyone about this because it's completely out of their scope. It was so much bigger than I just got my feelings hurt. My inner child wounds were re-triggered. My trauma was re-triggered. Trauma that I had completely bypassed for years that went untouched, unresolved, unaddressed because it was easier to pretend it didn't exist than to face it. But it was time to face it. It was my time in my personal development journey to finally deal with decades of built-up trauma. And the breakup was just the catalyst. So it was probably the middle of December when my friend sent me a text to check on me since she knew I was having a hard time. And she said, hey, how are you feeling? And I replied, I'm not okay. And seeing those words that I just typed in my phone made something click for me. And I realized I needed help because I've never said that before. I've always been the one to say, I'm good, I'm fine, hanging in there, staying busy. I've never admitted to anyone that I'm not okay, even when I wasn't. Maybe it was my self-awareness, maybe it was divine intervention, probably a combination of both, but I decided to seek help because I really didn't like the thoughts I was having. Now, I'm not saying they were extreme. I, I haven't wanted to hurt myself since I was a child, but my thoughts were dark and unsettling, and I knew I wasn't going to just snap out of it this time. It just felt really different. I was spiraling into this dark, familiar hole. I was spiraling into depression, and I knew I needed help, and there wasn't anyone in my life qualified to help me. So on Christmas Day, I started looking at online therapy websites and I didn't like the process, actually. I was chatting with someone and then they disappeared and no one ever followed up. Um, it just felt weird. So then I looked into my insurance website where they have the find a doctor feature and started doing a search there. And it was actually more difficult than I thought to even find websites for these therapists and, you know, find reviews. And that was like not happening as simply as I expected it to. And so I'd call and leave messages and most never returned my call. Some even had like non-working numbers or full mailboxes. And that was really fucking frustrating. So I started Googling and I came across a website called Psychology Today and started searching there. And that's actually where I started getting traction because the good thing about this site is that you can search based on your preferences. For example, gender, types of therapy, your insurance plan, and you can send messages directly to the therapist to see if they're accepting new clients. So I reached out to a handful and most of them replied. Um, I think they have to be active to be on that site or something because I definitely got quick replies from, from most of them. 
And some said they weren't accepting new clients and some offered a consultation. And I did a few consultations to get a feel for if they could help me. And actually one therapist, I really appreciated her transparency because she asked me what I felt worked and didn't work in the past when I had tried counseling. And I told her I didn't like the type of therapy where I talk for an hour, she listens and doesn't give me any feedback. That doesn't work for me. I mean, I can talk to myself for free all day long. So I need more than that. And she actually said that that's her method of therapy. You talk, I listen. And she said, I think you'll really benefit from cognitive behavioral therapy, which is abbreviated CBT. And I'd never even heard of this. So I looked it up and it seemed interesting. And it seemed more along the lines of the type of therapy that I was looking for. And I was really grateful for her honesty because she could have been like, sure, I can help you and just taking my money and wasting my time, but she didn't. And she even sent me two referrals of therapists that do cognitive behavioral therapy. So I ended up speaking with both. And here's the kicker. One of them actually said, yeah, I can totally help you. Let's start working together. And she ghosted me afterward. I never heard from her again. It was so bizarre. And imagine how that felt. I was this close to giving up on my search for therapy because come on, who does that, right? Especially when you're so vulnerable and in so much pain and you just want someone to help you and then they fucking ghost you. Unbelievable. But something told me to reach out to the second therapist that was referred to me and that was going to be my very last attempt. And when the time came for our Zoom call, she didn't show up. And I was done. Done. Okay? Fortunately, she texted me to let me know that her last session was running late. And we were able to connect like 30 minutes later. And we really hit it off. I've been having sessions with her since February. And she's really helped me unpack and uncover things that I didn't even realize were affecting me, affecting my business, affecting my perception of myself. And I'm just so glad that I didn't give up on my search because I would have never found this clarity on my own. And I would have never truly started to heal those hidden parts of myself on my own. As much as I've tried to convince myself that I don't need anyone to do anything for me, that I'm strong and independent and self-sufficient, I know I would have just kept repeating these cycles over and over again without finally getting to the root of everything. And listen, therapy hurts sometimes and it's uncomfortable and it's emotional, but I've grown tremendously over the past few months and I know that it's going to make me a better person, a better mom, a better coach, and I'm so grateful. My therapist said something to me, maybe two weeks into working together, that really touched me. She said, when I look at you, I see such a bright light. I see your aura. But I also see that you have so much sadness in your eyes. And you hide behind being strong. And that's how I knew that this was going to be transformational for me. Because she was able to see me 
and see through me. And she understands me and she challenges me a lot. She doesn't coddle me. She calls me out on my shit when I'm being judgmental or impulsive. And sometimes she'll suggest things and I say, no, I'm not doing that. Or I'm not ready to do that. And she respects it. And that works for me so much more than someone who just listens to me rant and nods their head. And interestingly enough, this is how serendipitous life is, but now I'm surrounded by therapists. I'm in an entrepreneur accountability group, and two out of the four in my group are therapists. My business coach is a therapist, and while she's not my therapist, she's been able to really help me see how some of my past traumas have affected my business growth and my limiting beliefs around my business. And where a few months ago, I was so alone and isolated. Now I have this support system that I didn't think I'd ever have. And with my son's therapist, when I first told him that I wanted him to talk to someone about his feelings, he was really apprehensive. He didn't want to. And I just said, give her a try. Talk to her about whatever you feel comfortable sharing. I'll be right next to you. And if you don't like her, you never have to talk to her again. And he did. And he really likes her. Later that evening, he said, thanks, mom. And I said, for what? And he said, for getting me a therapist. I really like her. And now he looks forward to his sessions too. He's nine. He's at that age where he's becoming impressionable and things are starting to change. And it's a really important time. You know, he's experienced trauma too with losing his dad and his grandmother so closely together. So I, I'm just so sensitive to that. I want to make sure he's always good. So I say all this because I know it's not always an easy process to find the right person. And you might need to try a few different people, a few different types. I mean, there's cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy, exposure therapy, emotion focus therapy, mindfulness-based therapy, creative arts therapy, play therapy for children. There's so many different types. And you may need to try different ones before you find the one that works for you. But if you feel like you need mental health support, I encourage you to find someone and don't stop until you find your person. Try out psychologytoday.com or call your insurance provider or go on their website or see if you have an employee assistance program through your employer. I know some therapists don't accept insurance. They're not a part of any networks. I know some therapists also offer sliding scales. But don't let that deter you from finding the right one for you. This is an investment in you, an investment in your well-being. I know there are also like online texting chat therapy options, but I didn't like the way it was set up. So I can't really recommend it because it didn't work for me, but it may work for you. Just do your due diligence as with anything. Something I want to leave you with is one of the biggest lessons I've learned through this journey. I used to always say, what's wrong with me? And what I'm learning 
is that nothing is inherently wrong with me. I just needed to heal. I needed to stop trying to bypass and forget things that were too painful to remember. And that's why it's so important to do this with a qualified professional and not a friend who may mean well, but can't help you process these things or someone who's completely unqualified and might just re-traumatize you instead. So my friend, just because you may need help, just because you may need to heal, doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Sometimes we're just not okay. Sometimes we just need to ask for help. Take it from someone who doesn't like to ask for help. But we weren't meant to go through life's challenges alone. Putting your mental health and wellness first is the ultimate form of self-care and self-love. It's an investment in you. You deserve healing, peace, joy. And it's okay to admit that you're not okay. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.